0: As a communication specialist I have discovered that it's actually really hard to communicate with someone and have them understand you due to different lifestyle choices. People uh, who you're having a conversation with could literally just not even understand you due to their lifestyle choices. They may be um, perceiving you as referencing something else. Uh, referring to various slang that they've learned in their lifetimes, um, referencing other things in their lifetimes that you have no idea about. They may be used to their day-to-day and their different habits and routines and you're talking to them and they literally have no idea what you're saying because they have no idea what your experience is. As travelers, you may travel to a different place and talk to someone, maybe even in their own language, but they still have no idea what you're talking about because they have a totally different life experience than you do. This is environmental, it's their house, it's where they live, it's where they work, it's their office, it's all the people they know, it's all the people that are in their social network. And despite the language differences, the only way to communicate really is in written form. You literally have to write it out on a piece of paper. Um, If you write letters, if you write little notes, if you write journals, if you write books, if you write memos, if you post uh, memos on social media, that's the only way that people can really even reference you and even then, you have somewhat of a chance of being understood because they still have all of their own life references. And the chances of you meeting up with people who can actually understand you, even partially, is um, slim due to the fact that there are so many percentages of people out there with like interests. For example, the only thing this planet has in common is the language English and also Christianity and in terms of um diplomatic languages and world religions most people can reference those to English and Christianity um but in terms of say music and just everyday common living um most people are actually pretty casual, especially in the year 2019. Um, for whatever reason, there seems to be a huge drug epidemic. I don't know why people keep talking about meth, heroin, the opioid epidemic. Um, I don't hear about as cocaine as much and obviously there's the green rush which in my opinion is very beneficial to American society because not only is it a cash crop, it's therapeutic, it heals every disability on the disability list. It heals blindness, deafness, excruciating back pain, anxiety, depression, um, multiple sclerosis. It heals every disability that anybody could file a disability claim for. And for that reason, I think that it should be legal in the United States of America. I don't think there's e- any reason why it shouldn't be. If marijuana heals every disability known to man or humankind on the planet, then by all necessary rights, it should be legal. There's no reason why This country or any country should be paying disability claims if marijuana heals every sort of disability ailment, which most impressively to me is blindness, um, and make marijuana illegal and then spend all of this money on law enforcement to collect marijuana and its growers and its um, patients or recipients or even just recreational use. Um, I'm not sure what the difference is between marijuana and cigarettes, tobacco and alcohol. They all give you a sense of euphoria and relaxation. Just like adventure sports, just like a vacation, just like shopping designer clothes or high end luxury clothes, just like buying a new big house. Just like buying a brand new pair of shoes, it's no different. You all get a sense of euphoria and a high from it. You feel relaxed. Just like buying a new puppy. Just like going out on a date for the first time. Just like receiving a greeting card from Hallmark. It's no different. You feel relaxed and you feel euphoria. So this is a good thing. Um, And... The other thing is that in terms of veterans in the United States of America and around the world, I feel like they should all be making at least $100,000 a year to start off with. I'm personally in a situation where I am transitioning in my life and my career. I'm on vacation mode. I need to leave my apartment slash office building because it's needing uh, building repairs, also because it's oppressively hot here in Virginia, and I need to make more of an income stream so that I can buy more stuff, pay my bills, support myself, and have a beauty moment, and I'm finding that due to the economy that's gone down and up, during the Obama and Trump presidencies that, um, the job market has become somewhat more competitive. Um, I have found myself personally not fitting in in the state of Virginia in terms of a standard regular 40 hour a week job. I've been doing a lot of volunteering, But in terms of veterans making $100,000 a year, I don't see why they shouldn't be. Um, It's like, they're teenagers, they leave high school and or their first couple of years of college to go out to fight a war and they're getting their college paid for if they come back alive or in one piece. So, I mean, they need to have the facilities to support themselves just in terms of salary. No one's calling them dumb and no one's calling them dependent. So they need to make at least $100,000 a year starting out of the gate so that they can prepare and equip themselves for a successful future. And in this way, I think it would prevent disability claims, which are ridiculous. you actually don't make that much money on disability. It's considered the extreme poverty level. And I think it's ridiculous that weed should be illegal because basically everyone relies on this to repair their disabilities. It's the blindness, the deafness, the extreme pain, the depression, the anxiety, losing any nerve sensitivity. And as we all know, The prescription drug market is full of weird fillers. You don't know what kind of ingredients are in there. Business practices dictate that various substances find their way into the prescription drugs and even sometimes into grocery market food, which you have no idea about or where it came from. And the people who are in the organic um, food industry, who are really turned on to this idea. Um, it's, it's not even fair to the people who buy like normal groceries at Giant or something that they should have to feel paranoid about buying regular food and prescription drugs that may be filled full of poisons. Um, I've discovered that most of the grubby, cheap drugs on the planet come from the pharmacy. So this means that the people who are in the pharmacy business are responsible for all of these meth epidemics and heroin epidemics and opioid epidemics, it's all coming directly from the pharmacy.